up, fam? Good to see you on this Tuesday. It's Tuesdays with Tawana. Rev T, Tawana, Dr. Tad is in your building, in the building as your host and your curator on today and every Tuesday at two o'clock Eastern time here building community one episode at a time. Hey, my beautiful niece, what's going on? For those of you who continue to join us, thank you. Thank you for joining me and not leaving me out here to rock by myself because I know I will, but I don't want to because community is about interacting, engaging, dialogue, building relationships, sharing our stories, sharing our experiences, celebrating joys, highs and lows and everything in between. So I just want to thank y'all for rocking with me. And for those of you who are watching or listening for the first time, this is how we do. You'll hear me insert uh, the narrative of those who make comments on Facebook Live, and I'll insert that conversation into this moment because we are about the ideas and the thoughts and the dreams and the hopes and concerns of all of our beloveds for sure. Hey, Julie. Oh, you're in Oakland. Okay. Please send my love to your son and your daughter-in-law. Yes, I'm sure you are enjoying a very sunny, warm day. It's sunny here on the East Coast, but um, not as warm as I would like it to be. Hey, Cordio. Good to see you as always. Oh, thank you, niece. My niece said I look good, and I look good because good morning gorgeous i have on my mary j blige i can't ever remember how to get this straight when um my camera is backward and anyway so it says good morning gorgeous by mary j blige got some swag from her album which is so fire just fire just straight up fire so when i'm hit my road trip today i am definitely going to be listening to mary all day, all afternoon. My beautiful Dr. Rose is in the building. Love you so much. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Yeah, Courtney, I hear it's cold where you at. I'm glad I ain't where you are. Hey, Tony. Good to see you, beloved. I'm glad you joined us today. What's up, Jan? Good to see you. Yes. Good morning, gorgeous. It's, it's morning somewhere. It may not be morning here anymore, but it's morning somewhere. Like on the West Coast, it's still morning. And somewhere across this globe, it is morning. So I say good morning, gorgeous, to all of you as we rock together on today. My beloved sister, Christina, is in the building. What's up? What's up? All praises to Jah for you. I just love you, sister, and miss you dearly. We definitely got to find some time to get together. So on today, we I'm just in a mood of celebration because tomorrow's a big day for me. Really, really big day. It really should be a holiday. But since it's not, I'm taking the day off and traveling and just doing my thing because tomorrow is my birthday yes tomorrow is my birthday so today you know i don't do too much pre-celebrating um i wait until the the day of but i do accept you know this being my birth month and my birthday week 
<coughs> excuse me. So um, we can we can celebrate in different ways. Me and my my beautiful children, we went out to dinner um, on Sunday night because I won't be here for my birthday. Uh, we went out to dinner, came back, and was just in such a silly mood. I mean, we were in here dancing and singing and watching basketball and eating cake and just doing what we do. So I am just so grateful to my beloveds. Yes, Tony, it's a holiday. You better say that for sure. Pisces crew, Pisces in the building, holla at me. Yes, and today, yeah. So today is International Women's Day, but tomorrow, we just gonna extend that into tomorrow for my birthday for sure. Jules is wishing me a happy birthday. Thank you so, so much. Yes, hey, Mother Carolyn. Yes, I'm gonna celebrate, because listen, what you looking at right now is nothing but a miracle. Nothing but a miracle. Diagnosed with breast cancer in 2016, in November of 2016, after multiple surgeries and near-death experiences, a domestic violence survivor, and still, you know, just growing up in, in some ruthless times with some beautiful times as well. And I am still here. Still here. Yes, Jan, happy, happy early birthday. Thank you. Celebrate and cheers to life. Yes, I received that. Cheers to life. I love y'all to life for sure. Listen, a miracle right here. Whatever you going through right now, I, I encourage you. I implore you. I just You just think about Tawana and think about what Tawana has gone through just to get to this moment right here here i am here celebrating life i am breathing i am gonna enjoy some of this sun i'm gonna take a ride i'm gonna just enjoy life because <sighs> hey kendall yes tuesdays with tawana Yes, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you, Kendall. So listen, during my, my reflection time and, and thinking about how my 52nd birthday is just right around the corner um, on tomorrow, I um, was thinking about, you know, my life growing up, you know, just, yeah, Christina, Asheo, mm, a true living miracle. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And Tanisha says she has two miracles in the month of month of March. That's right. That's right. Let's name it. Let's name those miracles that are happening in your life. They could be small. They could be large. They could be anywhere in between. They could be life-giving. They could be something that just aligned with, with the universe and what God would have for you. It could be something that God has brought you through. It could be something that God has blessed you with. Whatever that is, whatever is outside of the norm, whatever is outside of the intention of trying to kill you or trying to destroy you or trying to let you down or put you down or catch Count you out and you are still here you are still here doing your thing and doing what you got to do it takes miraculous feats for us to get through what we need to get through especially being the the hum, beautiful human divine co-creators that we are people are trying constantly to kill us so won't you celebrate me again as lucille clifton says for every day something has tried to kill me and has failed 
Thank you, Kendall. I received the birthday wishes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, so when we talk about these miracles, right? It's, you know, we, we receive miracles of old that we've heard about, that we've talked about, that we've chatted about. Oh yeah, let's talk about this miracle here. Dr. Rose, three months ago today, I had life-saving surgery and have been released from all restrictions. Can, can I just put that up on the screen one more time? Listen, miracles. Miracles are happening day in and day out. When we were counted out or when statistics show one thing and we turn out to do another and to be another as we are becoming. So grateful, so grateful. And I was, I was thinking back on, on growing up, um, you know, just my, my childhood years and, and growing up in Harlem and Wagner projects and and how you know it was this um th this this both and like it, it was tough you know i grew up in the midst of you know when the crack uh epidemic began in in the 80s or early 80s and um when things just when i started noticing um the mistreatment of black and brown people because i lived in a predominant a predominantly black and brown community in spanish harlem and um thinking about how i'm still here with that you know we would be sitting on the bench having a good time and all of a sudden people will start shooting at each other or you know i'm on one elevator and someone is being killed going down on the other elevator um you know, I mean, just horrific stories and I, I can go on and on for days. And my point is, is that I'm yes, I'm still here. Yes, I honor those who are no longer with us because I'm at an age, unfortunately, that a lot of my beloveds are dying, dying due to ch uh, health challenges, dying because of the, the streets, dying because of COVID. Um, so I, I honor them and, and just hold space for their families as well. Not to say that they don't experience miracles because I remember when, you know, um, when I was first diagnosed and people would say to me, you know, you, you, God has a lot of work for you to do. So, you know, you going to be all right. You ain't going anywhere. And I'm like, well, what does that mean for my mom and my dad? My mom died when I was 23 years young. She had multiple myeloma, cancer of the bone marrow. And she, you know, just struggled with the process of healing for a year and a half. God had work for her and God's work with her continued beyond that moment on March 28th. Yeah, March is a tough month for me, which is why I'm, I'm celebrating as I am honoring those who have gone before me. My dad had a massive stroke on March 7th, two days before my birthday. And all I asked was that my birthday on that day that I did not have to, and it was selfish, and, and it's not a bad thing when I say that, um, because I love my daddy so much. I wanted him to have his own special day of remembrance. And, and he died on March 11th. So that was my miracle. That was my miracle where he did not succumb to his stroke on a day where I was born. I know, you know, we give life and then life is taken. 
but in this moment because I loved my daddy so much yes I was I am and I was and still am a daddy's girl I will forever be a daddy's girl um henceforth and forevermore <laughs> so with my dad um you know succumbing to challenges of his his massive stroke um, I, I was able to celebrate my dad in a different way and build this this spirit-filled relationship with my dad where there's always reminders of my mom and my dad still being here and around and looking out for me and looking um, and supporting me and sending me love and sending me comforting energy and all of that. And, and I was grateful because not everybody has great relationships with their parents or people who were responsible for their upbringing. I honor that and acknowledge that as well. And in the midst of all of that, we have the power to find the miracle in the midst of it all. Even in the midst of COVID, all of the, the millions and millions of people who have succumbed to COVID, millions of people, including children, including people my age or in their 20s, or, or our elders, those who succumb or those who had COVID and now have long-term um, effects from it. All of that, in the midst of all of that, instead of focusing on that, because that which I focus on expands, I try to focus on, well, what good can come out of that? The question was asked of me oftentimes growing up in Wagner projects, like what good can come out of Wagner? Tawana, and a host of other people that are out there doing their thing, building community, taking care of their families, making things happen in the struggle, paying $70 to fill their tank for gas. Whew. Whew. And I'm traveling today in a car. What in the world? Anyway. So, you know, what good can come out of Wagner Projects? A lot of good came out of Wagner Projects. Wagner Projects was the first place that I learned about community. Wagner Projects was the first place that I learned about family. We used to go into each other's apartments where the door doors weren't even locked. Like I would go downstairs to the ninth floor to see the Lewis family or the second floor to see my family down there, the Thomas family. And, you know, I would go upstairs to the 16th floor. We had like four, five families up there that we can go and see. And everybody just had this amazing relationship despite what was going on, despite of the impoverished conditions. This, I didn't even realize that I was impoverished until I knew it. <laughs> right because that's not the mindset that that we had so the miracle for me that was born out of that um is what we co-created with our higher selves and making the best of a not so great situation making the best of honoring someone who has what what we term or deem as gone too soon or the the heinous um, acts of violence that that I witnessed with my own eyes and friends who were just taken too soon. What comes out of that? You know, those things made me a, a better person. Those things made me look at life much differently. Those things made me begin to say, this is not the road that I choose to travel. I'm going to choose this road because I think I'll have a better chance of living and not dying at the hands of systemic violence, ills, racism, so on and so forth. 
even being a domestic violence survivor, not even knowing that I was in a domestic violence relationship until I was in seminary because no one really talked about it. No one talked about their stories. No one talked about the power and control wheel. No one talked about this, this, um, you know, how, uh, uh, everything is great one moment and then the tension builds and then the abuse happens and then the forgiveness and the happiness happens and it just keeps going around and around in a circle. That could be daily, that could be weekly, that could be monthly. The point is, is that it still happens and no one talked about it. So I didn't know until I was sitting in class like, oh, that that's me <laughs> that this person is talking about right now and describing. So bringing those things to my attention and acknowledging those things, then I had an opportunity to say, I can either go down this, this path or I can take another path. Or I can be still for a moment and try to connect with myself and figure out what my body is telling me, what my heart is telling me, what my womb is telling me, what my mind is telling me and to which way, what direction I should go. There is something good that comes out of the challenges that we face every day. I will be 52 tomorrow. I had my daughter when I was 16 years old. And I tell this story unashamedly, unapologetically, and boldly, not to encourage young people to have children because that was hard. I still graduated high school a year early, went to St. John's University on full scholarship and grants, and then, so, and good things can come out of it if we have the opportunity to truly look at what we are going through and the choices that we want to make to move forward, to see ourselves in the future, to see ourselves as amazing creators, to see ourselves as people who can move and press on through and to grow better and to do better and to be better and to be amazing, not better than someone else because comparison is from the pit of hell, but it's to be better than my former herself not better than someone else right not better than someone else at all so for me in this moment of celebration um I celebrate having my daughter at a young age because she changed my perspective from all of the silly things that I did growing up I that that's not even podcast. That needs to go in a, a book or something. I don't know. I just so, so many things and so many crazy decisions that I look back on like, dang, I shouldn't even be here right now. And the decisions that I made because I wanted a different life for my daughter. And then my son, having my son at 25 and going through that as I am still growing and still and raising a young man, raising my daughter, all of that <laughs> and making a decision to say, nah, something good can come out of this. Something good. Thank you, Cordio. She said, always given a word. Listen, I do this so that we can build together and not harp on the things that try to keep us down or hold us back or even try to kill us. How we can make decisions because we have the power to make those decisions to do differently. 
We have the power to make those decisions so that we can do the things that we dream about. Did you know I didn't dream when I was a little girl? I didn't know what to dream. I knew I loved to dance and sing, so I ended up going to a performing arts school, but it wasn't necessarily my dream, like seeing myself on stage somewhere, or or um, I used to play tennis, and then I quit that, and then I used to do something else, and then I quit that, because that really wasn't my dream, and I was so busy running the streets and doing whatever, but then when I became an adult, I began to dream. And then I thought about the stuff that I missed out on by not dreaming. Because do you know that dreaming gives you an opportunity to manifest shit in your life that you would never imagine that you have the power to manifest? I, I wouldn't have been able to dream if my dad didn't take me outside of Wagner Projects. Do you know that there were people that I grew up with that did not leave Wagner Projects, let alone Manhattan, period? And here I was going downtown, shopping with my dad at Bloomingdale's and Saks Fifth Avenue or the Christmas time, going to see the Christmas tree. And we would go out to Brooklyn to see my other family. And we would travel to Florida or travel down south. I would just travel and I would see the grass and see houses. And I'm like, where did this come from? I'm used to brownstones and projects and what they used to call tenements, right? Now they're apartment buildings, but they were tenements. It was not good to live in a tenement growing up when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, right? So my, my dad posited those seeds to dream. My mom posited those seeds to dream when she was a foster parent for 15 years. And, and I thanked God and I grew up in a spiritual home. My, my mom never went to church, but she sure enough got us up and made sure we went to church. I never understood that though. Maybe that's a conversation that her and her needs, me and her need to have. Um, so grew up in a spiritual home and I knew that when she would bring in those foster children, I knew what unconditional positive regard was. I knew what unconditional love was. I knew what it was to care for another who doesn't have um, food to eat or clothes on their back, which is what we're supposed to do in nurturing and caring for each other. So my mom posited these things. So I was able to dream like what I, I don't I, I did not want to experience that nor did I want anybody else to experience. So it's one thing to say I didn't want to experience it, but what must I do so that other people don't experience that impoverished lifestyle and mindset as well? So my mom posited those dreams into me like, no, you can do different. And then you can help others do different as well. So on this day, I celebrate. I not only celebrate life, but I celebrate all that I have been through, all of the ups and the downs. No, I didn't want it, didn't ask for it. Do not believe that God gave it to me to draw me closer to God because I know in God's infinite wisdom that God has plenty of other ways to draw me closer to God. 
So I know God did not give me cancer, but God gave me a way to make a way out of no way. God's grace and mercy allowed me to make it through those heinous moments and those tough times so that I can get to the place where God would want me to be. It may have been a different path. It may not have been this path. It may have been like this. <laughs> Right. It may not have been that straight and narrow, but I'm here. I'm here. I know I still have work to do. I still have work ahead of me. Building myself, honoring myself, acknowledging who I am and who I be and how I show up in this world and doing the same for others. Loving me so that I can love others. Loving God, loving me so I can love others. Serving God, taking care of me so I can care for others. This is what today is about and what tomorrow will be about. Celebrating my 52nd birthday, celebrating an age where my mom died at 53. So my anxiety is a little crazy. Let me just name that. We in community, right? Real talk. Let me just name that. And at the same time, I don't have to harp on that because I've learned some lessons and there's some things that I've learned along the way that says that I don't necessarily have to give up at 52 or 53, that I can continue to care for myself, continue to care for my family, continue to care for my com community, continue to love God as I love myself and love others and be the best that I can be with whatever is placed before me. Whatever it is, and not comparing myself to others. One of the worst things I think we say to each other is that there's somebody out there doing worse than you. That is not something to be proud of. If anything, we should all feel some kind of way that there are people out there on the street who don't have food who don't have housing, who don't have income, who don't have family, who don't have love from others, who might be dealing with mental dis-ease or even physical diseases and don't have the proper medical insurance so that they can be treated or to be treated like a human being when they walk into a hospital and they don't have it. We live in this rich country. There should be no reason why anybody should go without health insurance and adequate access so that they can live. It's called health care for a reason, not health kill or health die, or health dying, or unhealthy care. <laughs> so the worst thing we can say to one another is that somebody else is out there doing worse than you. Or the survivor's guilt that happens when I come and I celebrate with you that somebody else is celebrating differently. That brings pain and it brings hope that that person is able to find the joy in the midst of the pain. 
is able to find the hope even in the midst of loss. I've dealt with so many losses. But if I focus on those losses, that's what's that's what will expand. So I focus on the gains. I focus on living. I focus on love. I focus on celebrating. Yeah, I have my moments where I just need to get it out. I might cry, I might cuss you out. I might get it out my system. I'm human and I have feelings and I don't apologize for it because I have a feeling all the feels. Not gonna skip through the tulips when there ain't no damn tulips out there to skip through. <laughs> it's not happening. So I'm gonna feel all the feels I'm just not gonna stay there. So I'm able to celebrate today, even though there's a war going on in Tigray, a genocide that no one is talking about except the people from that area who live here in the United States. I don't see the United States um, granting sanctions to Tigray. I don't see anybody responding to Somalia and not to, this is not oppression Olympics. This is racism in your face. How Africans in the Ukraine are being denied an exodus. I don't see anybody running to help them. So this, I can still celebrate, but I always hold space for those who might not be able to celebrate and whose lives are at risk whether it's a black man jogging down the street or someone trying to get out of the Ukraine for their safety. So it, we can do both, beloved, because best believe I'm going to celebrate on tomorrow. And I'm grateful that I'm able to celebrate with you today as a pre-birthday pre celebration on today as I'm so excited to turn, complete this 52nd year of my life and to begin my 53rd year. Could not have done it without the grace of God and without my community. And that's you. I love y'all. Y'all give me life. Y'all show me love. And I am so grateful. Y'all don't have to listen to me. Y'all don't have to commune with me. Y'all don't have to. No one's forcing you. So the mere fact that you just willingly come and just love on me unconditionally, I am grateful. So grateful. Ah, Mother Carolyn, I love you too. And I'm glad I'm here too. So with that, that's my time. That's our time. Let us not forget to hold space for those who are in the struggle, for those who are in war-ridden countries. We can't forget about the countries of color. We can't forget about Palestine. We can't forget about Tigray. We can't forget about Somalia. We cannot forget about uh, what's happened. I can't even, there's so many things going on. We cannot forget. And we cannot forget what's happening right here in these disunited states. Can't forget that. I'm a black woman with HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer. It should not be a miracle that I am here. That should be the norm. But because we don't have access 
And because they don't honor our pain, as we talked about last week, we have a 41% morbidity rate for black women as compared to white women, and that's gotta stop. As the scroll, the ticker goes by, let us hold space for those domestic violence victims. Was just on a, a call with the beloved who told me that a husband killed his wife and killed himself. Let us hold space for them. Anyone on this call, if you know someone or are triggered by this or you are in a situation, call the domestic violence hotline. Call the suicide lifeline if you're having any type of suicidal ideations or any thoughts, any ill thoughts. Listen, we are in this together. We are in this together. And if nobody told you today, I love you. You are loved. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You are a survivor. You are divine. You are amazing. And I am so glad that I get the opportunity to rock with you every Tuesday at two o'clock with Tuesdays with Tawana. I love y'all to the moon and beyond. And I'm out later.